Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. All right, and we join Nicky Brennan and Paddy the Dub Kelly in Dainsforth. Yes, Pat, you're welcome to uh, Dainsforth for the first round of the St. Candice's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Championship. And this game here is James Stevens versus Greg Ballycallan. James Stevens nearly got through in the, in the county final last year. Greg Ballycallan had to withstand lots of tension before their fate was kept up in the senior. And Liz Downey were the team that went through the trapdoor. Incidentally, we'll have Liz Downey and Greg ba- and uh, Young Ireland's tomorrow live from Jenkinstown on our programme as well. And on Sunday, it will be Ballyragget and uh, Piltown in the junior grade. We uh, like to go around the different grades and uh, we'll be happy to do that. Uh, a good crowd assembling out here in Ballyragget. I saw Paul Brophy mentioning the coffee dock of uh, Lee Kill. So maybe Lee will need to bring that coffee dock up closer to the uh, top field maybe at half time and we can get a cup of coffee. But brilliant to see a little bit of enterprise here. The teams are lining out. Brian Cody is his usual uh, self in the middle of the field issuing instructions, hands in the pockets. Uh, as is Joe Hennessy his hands are waving and obviously Joe's been a sad week for Joe with the death of PJ but uh, life I'm afraid goes on and maybe there's nothing better, Paddy Kelly, than a hurling match to bring things back to normal. Ah, yeah, it's a take, take, thing, take his mind off things there. But look, uh, uh, condolences uh, to Joe and the family there. But uh, like you said, uh, Brian is there, out there uh, walking around, giving the instructions to the, the James Stevens team. Looking forward to the match. Uh, I think it'll be uh, maybe a little bit closer than we think. Uh, I know, like I said, James Stevens are warm favourites. But Bally Callan have a point to prove after last year. They certainly do. And the teams are getting into position here now. Bally Callan will be playing from uh, my left to my right. Uh, James Stevens will be defending the uh, dressing room goal if we could look at that or the roadside goal here with the uh, in goal there is Gavin Costigan the full back line will be Shane Donahood Luke Murphy and Adam O'Connor half back line Niall Delaney Niall Brazel and Jeremy Cody centre of the field Luke Scanlon the captain of the team and uh, James Tyrrell the half forward line Keen Kenny Ty Goodwire and Ross Whelan and the full forward line Sean and Oagley Rafter and Old Gilfile as uh, Eddie Crowley gets ready to throw in the ball in a moment Bally Callan team Kieran Hine in goal Dara Egan Bob Murphy and Stephen Keown half back line is Tom Murphy Connor Flynn and Killy Deegan but the ball is thrown in and we'll just go with the play and it's with uh, Luke Scanlon Luke Scanlon is fouled as he was held and uh, there is a free uh, for James Stevens I expect Owen Gilfile Paddy will come out and take this it's on the 70th between the two uh, 65 metre lines a scoreable free not a wind here in Dalesford and thankfully the rain has stayed off uh, yeah the rain has stayed off and uh, Owen there is a fair marksman on the freeze himself have to say the pitch is in immaculate condition it's accredited at club out here in Dalesford absolutely Owen Gilfile wearing number 15 he's been our sharpshooter all through last year as well a good free taker and uh, he gets ready to take this lifts and strikes and sends it in distance no object is it accurate I think it's looking well no it's not it's a first wide and it is James Stevens who have that first wide that'll be a little bit of he'll be disappointed with that Paddy. Will, yeah it was fairly uh, scoreable and uh, not, not too bad an angle so he will be disappointed but he'll settle down OK, up the ball goes out from Kieran Hine in the middle of the field. James Tyrrell drops the ball and it's uh, spread around by Ballycallan. Ballycallan shoved it into this near corner and uh, coming out to get the ball here, Ballycallan player st- stops it. His Ryan Cork, the young player. His b- ball is blocked. It's blocked by Adam O'Connor. Adam O'Connor and uh, Adam O'Connor formerly played with Kieran's Ryan, Ryan Corcoran played with uh, the CBS uh, last year but that ball is gone wide and it's uh, gone out no it's not it is wide yes yes I'm not sure there was a bit of a dispute was it going to be a 65 I think the referee has decided it was uh, they overruled the uh, the umpire and it's going to be uh, a, li- a 65, 65 almost here in uh, front of me so a chance here for Ballycallan to get their first score of the game that'll be taken by Sean Ryan 
a very accurate free taker is almost in front of us here maybe about uh, 10 yards away from us here in in the stand here we're in the new OB unit out here in uh, Danesport this evening and uh, it's dry but it's nice to think that if it does rain we'll be well covered Sean Ryan we better not shout too much now he wants concentration to get this a chance for uh, Bally Callan to get the first score of the game and going into uh, the lead Sean Ryan bends lifts and strikes his shot looks to will is this one going over the bar I think it looks good it does Sean Ryan puts that over the bar that's the first score of the game after about two minutes of play to give Bally Callan the lead nicely struck a nice stroke an even stroke about that yeah well taken free uh, after getting him on the scoreboard there uh, went over straight as a die Okay, the ball is pucked out and it's a short puck out, working it out short, and it's up with Adam O'Connor, he's got space, he sends it across the middle of the field, it's with Luke Scandal, he hasn't got the ball yet, well Rob Doyle, um, chance here for Sean Ryan again, he looked around to see what he passed it to somebody, he's going to take a shot from distance, but this is not going to be accurate, it's going to be a second wife for Bally Callan, he probably had a chance maybe to gain another yard or two before he struck that paddy. Yeah, he should have uh, broke through there, and, he, and then maybe carried a little bit further. Ball is poked out down the field again, breaking in the off Connor off Connor Flynn, but it's inside now with Bally Callan. Looks like it might be a free, uh, but brilliantly running through here by James Stevens. Have got a pass. It's a chance of a goal here, but the yeah. ball is gone into the back of the net. A goal uh, for James Stevens from uh, Sean Minogue. Yeah. Puts it in the back of the net. A yeah. great run there by. Uh, not sure who who did the running there, Paddy. Owen Gilfoyle. Owen Gilfoyle. He yeah. sent it in to uh, Sean Minogue and puts it in the uh, back of the net. Well finished. He had a little bit of work to do, but the real work was done there by Owen Gilfoyle who raced in it could he could have got a free but let's play on now it's a chance for Bally Callan had the ball and uh, Killian Egan had the ball but he was dispossessed it's now out to Bally to uh, James Stevens again over on the far side of the field it's sent in sent a lovely note to Keen Kenny Keen Kenny switches it out to this side of the field uh, to Sean Minogue Sean Minogue has a chance of getting a, a point at this stage will he put it over the bar it looks as if he will and it is a point there for uh, Sean Minogue and he that's his um, second score over the bar from Sean Minogue a goal and a point he has at this stage so he'll be delighted with how things are going but the work was done Paddy by some of his colleagues yes and uh, he got that score from a very acute angle there Nicky uh, just snuck inside the post there and a very well taken score ball is poked out again down this side of the field Adam O'Connor is getting on a lot of ball he's trying to get the ball up but Brian Cochran is making it difficult for him and Ryan Greg Bally can have the ball that's a definitely a free anyway for a that's what they call a clothesline tackle and uh, referee Eddie Crowley not uh, just happy to give the free and let the play go on chance for Sean Ryan to get a second score Bally Callan need to respond now to the uh, goal and a point there from Sean and Oak for Jay Stevens. and a cute angle though out close enough to the sideline right on the just outside the 20 metre line a tricky angle but for a right handed player right sided player this should not be just as doable but let's see He's got ready to do this. An even, lovely evening here now in uh, Danesport. A right good crowd here, as you would expect, for these two uh, great rivals over the years at underage as well as at adult level. Sean Ryan gets ready to strike this, and I think that's it's gone wide. wide. Yeah, he'd wide. be disappointed with that. That's yeah. a second wide for Ballycallan, and uh, both sides have uh, two wides apiece now. Yeah. Getting ready yeah, to put out the ball is uh, Gavin Costigan. Gavin Costigan sends that ball down the field, lands at about the 65 metre and up in the air. Connor Flynn goes up high and the ball is uh, Connor Flynn trying to get the ball. A bit of a tussle has emerged here, a bit of a rock. Who's going to get the ball out of it? It needs to be kicked out and it's with uh, the uh, Greg Ballycallan are with the ball Tommy and it's uh, Tommy Ronan. Tommy Ronan, the captain of the team, inside but uh, slipped off of Sean Ryan and went out over the line. And refer- linesman Julian O'Dwyer has indicated that it's going to be a line ball for uh, James Stevens uh, to be taken by their number two. That is Shane Donoghue. 
Shane Donahue gets ready to send the ball. Oh, he sends it straight back over the line. Literally five yards from where he uh, hit the ball and uh, he'll be disappointed with that, Paddy. Yeah, just uh, rushing it there. Nicky just needed to take a, a step back and, and but look, they've given back. He was actually this. trying to place yeah. it to a colleague yeah. where he might have been better off just to uh, just take time and just uh, hit it properly. Possession by the line ball here now is going to be taken by the Great Valley Callan captain Tommy Ronan. Picked at midfield but playing now at uh, wing forward. But then in this modern game, player all over the place. Tommy Ronan sends that. It goes in very well. Brilliantly caught in the air by Colin Prenderville. He lays it off to Sean Ryan. Should be a score here for Greg Valley Callan. And it yeah, is over the bar from Sean Ryan. But all of the work was done by uh, Colin Prenderville. But it was a brilliant catch. Brilliant catch bit it. of tactic there. That yeah. might be an idea for uh, yeah. Valley Callan to hit that ball into Colin Prenderville. Hi. In okay, lads, we're heading out to Bally Ragus. It's uh, the uh, Conaghy Shamrocks against St. Martins Conor Brennan Hi Pat yeah. uh, good evening from Ballyragget yeah, we're about 6-7 minutes underway here now Pat uh, Mukhni with the, the better of the exchanges so far they have 2 points Conaghy yet to put a mark on the scoreboard as yet uh, the 2 points for Muc- St. Martins coming from Brian Cody uh, from a long range effort and from uh, Shane Kinsley free looking like the better team Conaghy still a uh, chance from Edmund Delaney sideline just gone wide there Conaghy really haven't got an, a strong effort at goal even yet thus far, still settling into the game. They have a number of positional switches that I can, that I can see at the moment. Tom Phelan is playing, he's he's been selected in the field, but playing wing, for, playing wing forward, and there have another position switches in around the field. But as I said, Pat, said Martin's having the better of the exchanges, winning more than 50-50 balls in the early stages. Uh, and they lead two points to Connie Shamrock's no score. OK, thanks, Connor. So two points to no score, St. Martin's leading there. What score in, Mul- in uh, Dane's Ford? Yes, it's one, two to two points now. A good point from Luke Scanlon after a nice piece of passing among the uh, James Stevens uh, players. And uh, Paddy, that was a good score. And there's a little bit of dominance coming from James Stevens at the moment. Here is under half forward line there, Nicky. Uh, that was a beautiful score by Luke Scanlon. Uh, well worked to, uh, with teamwork there, and he put it over a nice point. Yeah, brilliant catch by Billy Ryan in the middle of the field. He's dispossessed though, uh, pulled from behind. I think that could be a free. It is too. Uh, Billy did very well, caught that well, broke away, and uh, there was a slap across the the front of Billy and. Uh, uh, that's uh, going to be a free in for uh, Sean Ryan. This should be a, a scoreable free, Paddy. Should be. He's uh, right in front of the goal there. Nicky uh, should have no problem putting over this. A lot easier than the last free that he took there, which is, which was at an acute angle. Sean Ryan getting ready. This is uh, just outside the D uh, on the far side of the field, maybe to the left of the post, but it's very scoreable. Dilly will want to, uh, Sean will want to put this one over the bar. It's now, uh, and make it one goal and uh, two points to three points. And he duly does that, puts that ball over the bar. And here in uh, Dane's Fort, we're now gone seven minutes in the game here. And James Stevens are leading by one, two to three points. It's still a tight game, a two-point game here at the far end of the field. James Stevens trying to get away, but Connor Flynn is dispossessed. Uh, getting the ball here now is uh, Bob Murphy. We're just caught here a little bit. Uh, big post, a big... Uh, Floodlight post in our way here, but as a free out, referee Eddie Crowley making uh, indicating that he was held and it's going to be a free out, which is going to be taken by Kieran Hines. So I think, Paddy, this will land around the goal area. Yeah, without there, Nicky, uh, Nixon striker the ball. It should no, he took a short one. He did because there was a player waiting for that's yeah. gone in around the goal area, broken down by James Stevens. Are they going to get the ball here? Good defence. Up they come out with this nice uh, flick ball up yeah. to up the field here with Luke Sandlin. Luke Sandlin gets that ball uh, from Niall Brazel across the far side of the field. Brilliantly caught in the air by Owen Gilfoyle. He falls, but he sends the ball across. Was that a good pass or a false pass? It doesn't matter. It's gone in. There's going to be a chance of another goal here now for James Stevens. The ball sent in and it's gone oh, wide. Right. Paddy, yep. Liam Rafter will be disappointed with really that one. disappointed, yeah. He probably took a step too many, uh, uh, Nicky, and uh, made the angle a bit, a bit harder. 
hard on himself, uh, but you'd uh, be disappointed with that. That should have been in the back of the net. Some lovely uh, build-up play there by James Stevens. Yes, it was almost another goal uh, for uh, James Stevens there. And uh, don't forget, Pat will be going around the county to pick up updates from all the other games. We have reporters at every one of those games this evening. Just a moment ago, uh, Martins are leading Connie by two points and no score. But all of that will be uh, will be known when. Yes, and when, uh, we're going uh, to head, the different head to the other uh, game now. Bennett's Bridge and Aaron's own. Uh, that's in Freshford and Shane Coogan. Yeah, welcome, Pat to Freshford here. Um, at the moment, it's after about six minutes gone. It's four points to two to the bridge. They're they're after starting at a fair pace here. It's it's getting fairly hot and heavy as well. Owen Bean has his hands full. There's, there's a lot of late tackles and all that kind of stuff going in. But but look, it's 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 first round. Um, as I said to you, the bridge are moving well they're after getting four scores from play Comer's two scores after coming from two frees in Jack Boogie so at the moment the bridge looked a more livelier team free here to Conor Delaney on the half back line he's playing centre half back strikes it in there's a young lad playing for Comer today making his debut Michael Brennan is his name It'd be a grandson of Michael Brennan Cloney. So there's a bit of expectation from him. Free out to Venice Bridge. So as I said, after seven minutes, four, four points to two to the bridge. All right, thanks, Shane. And uh, we're going to head off down south, down to Pilltown. It's John Locks against Wine Gap, Barry Henriquez. Thank you. 10 minutes and 45 seconds gone here in Piltdown. The score is winding up one goal and two points. John Locke's point have two points on the scoreboard after four minutes of play. The uh, winding up lads open the scoring with a great goal scored by James Power, passed from his brother Sean, uh, and straight in, buried in the back of the net. Um, there was a question about a free being should not, wasn't allowed wasn't given to John Oxford Pete as it made the score stood as the goal at that stage and then to backs and forwards but it's more, it was mostly the Callum backs trying to account trying to take on this uh, wind gap attack because the backs are um, under severe pressure Callum just cannot break down the um, the wind gap half back line and in uh, and, and the 8th minute Jack Dyger had a point for wind gap that made a 1-1 after 8 minutes of play Rainbergen then opened the cannon scoring after 9 minutes of point from, a free, uh, from play right, Adam O'Shea got a got a smart point from uh, for Weingart making 1-2 to 1 point after 10 minutes and just before you come over to me Rainbergen uh, got a point from a free about 60 odd yards out it's 1-2 to 2 points here in Pilton 11 minutes 12 minutes gone uh, 12 minutes gone and Callan uh, Weingap have had two more points the score now on the scoreboard is Weingap 1-4 John Locks 2 points 1 point from Niall Walsh as I was speaking and the other one came from Adam O'Shea so it's 1-4 now in Weingap in Piltown after 12 minutes of play Weingap out in front 1-4 to John Locks 2 points back to you Pat in the studio Thanks, uh, Barry. So we head from Pilltown to Sleeve Rue and Richie Power. How is it going there? It's Tullahar Ross Birkin against Kilmacow. Yeah, 10 minutes gone, Pat, here in, in uh, Sleeve Rue and it's, uh, it's Kilmacow, four pints, uh, Tullahar, one pint. Tullahar started very, very well and Danny Glenn caught a brilliant ball in the, first, in the second minute. It looked like he was in the goal, but Kilmacow smothered it and uh, they, got, they cleared the ball and... Uh, then a couple of minutes later, David Welsh went through the middle again. It looked like they might, uh, you know, they might uh, manufacture a goal from from that. But 
Um, Kim McHale got a got a point a point in the seventh minute from Johnny Hayes from a free, and it's all Johnny Hayes since it's. Uh, Johnny has scored a four, uh, four points for Kilmacow, three from freeze and one brilliant point for play on the far sideline. Um, Colin Regan, at number 15 for Kilmacow, is, is causing Tuller a lot of problems. Any ball that goes in there, he's, he's winning position and, and, and taking on the Tuller full back line. But after 10 minutes here, it's uh, Kilmacow four points. And as, as we spoke, Pat, uh, Tuller got a point. So it's four points to two after, what, 10, uh, almost 12 minutes gone. Any win factor? There is, there is, there, there is. Kim McHale would have, Kim McHale would have a, a breeze. There's a nice breeze blowing down the field, Pat. So it's definitely in Kim McHale's favour. And uh, just as we speak, Pat, uh, Tullerher now have been awarded a free, uh, close enough uh, to, to score. And I'd say Keno Dunahoe is standing over. He is. So if you want to stay with me, Pat, and uh, uh, until this free is taken, but there is, there is a nice breeze, uh, Pat, blowing down the, the field. It's definitely worth a couple, of, you know, maybe four or five pints. All right, thanks uh, uh, for that, Richie. We're head back to uh, Dane's Fort. Yes, and as you come back to Dane's Fort, it's all square here. Well, it will be for a moment. James Stevens have a free in from Ongill file, but a really good bout of hur- of hurling from Bally Callan has seen points from uh, Sean Ryan and a great movement all up the field. Billy O'Neill. We'll ask uh, Paddy for his views now in a moment as Ongill file gets ready to put this one over the bar. It should be a fairly even, uh, easy enough shot uh, for Ongill file. Bally Callan have really come well into the game in the last five minutes as Owen Gilfile pops that one over the bar. It puts James Stevens back into the lead, one three to five points. But Bally Callan have really come thundering into the game, Paddy. They have indeed, Pat. Uh, they've, they've pushed up on the, the backs of uh, James Stevens there and they're putting him under pressure and trying to make him get to make mistakes there. And it's paid dividends there. And talking know. about mistakes Thank here you. now, Owen Gilfile could be in for a goal. Oh, well he had done. a chance, Kieran Hine came out. He's hooked again and uh, the ball goes back in, but it's going to be clear just a little bit of this tippy. Almost caught Bally Callan dear there but they got out of it they play us up on our left now it's a line ball and I think it's a line ball uh, for Ballycallan I think it's very hard to see down our left here there's a crowd in front of us and one of the stanchions for the floodlights is in our way as well but it is a line ball uh, for Ballycallan it was a bit of needless James Stevens ball it was hit it was it yeah but it was a needle it was a bit of gambling there on the part of Ballycallan that short play it should be a bit more direct and get it out of there as quick as possible you know absolutely the ball is on the first okay lads we're going to head down to St John's Park it's Moonkine taking on the Fenians Tom O'Hanlon Yes, Pat, a very impressive performance over here from, so far from O'Kain. Ten points to four, leading after about 20 minutes, I suppose. Um, I'm doing commentary here on Facebook at the same time, so it's a bit awkward to talk to you. <laughs> 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 My co-commentator left me down. Okay, ten points <laughs> anyway, to four. Three points there from Killian Hogan, Kieran Quilty and Kevin Crowley. Uh, three of the points for being as well from previous. So, uh, dominating all over the field here, O'Kain, so it's very impressive. Okay, thanks, Tom. And we're head back to uh, Dane's Fort. Yes, and as you come back to Dane's Fort, James Stevens have just notched uh, two points there. And they're gone uh, points from uh, Owen Gilfile Free that you just, uh, as you were with me last time, Ross Whelan is the bar. And uh, James Stevens are attacking again. The ball goes in. It breaks. Conor Flynn will get this ball. No, it's uh, Bob Murphy here with the ball. He needs to be careful. Switches it over this side of the field. It comes to uh, Tom Dunphy. Tom Dunphy has the ball. Switches it over to the far side of the field. Billy Ryan is uh, all alone. He's playing well there. He sends the ball in. Look, this can work very well. As Sean Ryan goes in now nice and low, will he be happy to take his point? He needs to keep his 
in two minds and he just didn't know what to do uh, we'll get Paddy's views on that in a moment but that's a wasteful ball it's gone wide and look at that was a clear case of where it was a handy enough chap over the bar but Billy Ryan was in two minds he's, uh, he's in two minds uh, uh, like he indecisive there that could cost him a point there and uh, he's had plenty of chance to put it over the bar yes and it's going to be uh, puck out uh, to uh, James Stevens. Gavin Costigan sends that ball way down onto the 20 metre line James Stevens have it in the early rafter big strong man goes up and gets that ball sends it in and uh, he sends it wide that's a third wide for James Stevens. six wides for uh, Greg Ballycallan uh, an opportunity a deep, tricky angle but he'd be disappointed yeah, with the finish dis- yeah uh, he, had, he had a bit of time he could have moved in a little bit uh, more there and uh, steadied himself and put it over just barely wide barely wide Okay, we'll uh, going to be a puck out. Yep. Uh, don't forget, Pat will be going around the grounds all games tonight, covered on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, and uh, Moonkind doing very well. Saying Connie Shamrock still to get on the scoreboard. Not sure what they're doing. They must be still. But a brilliant catch there from that puck out, caught in the air by Dermot Cody, big, stall, strong man. Comes out to uh, Tiger Wire. Tiger Wire from about 80 metres. But I think his radar might have caught him. He did yeah. not too good there on that. Probably giving a little bit too much height there, Paddy. Yeah, too much height, and he had a bit of space in front of him. Maybe had to gone another five or ten yards. He, he might have had a, a better opportunity to put it over the bar. Yeah, Kieran Hine getting ready to puck this ball. This one will probably go a long, good 100 metres puck out from uh, Kieran Hine, a long puck specialist. He doesn't get too much height to do it. That's what Billy Ryan is being held. Is the referee going to give a free? Yes, he is. A fairly blatant foul there and, uh, on Billy Ryan. And actually, Billy Ryan is working well in the middle of the field. He's yeah, the best yeah. space. He's uh, making, it, making it pay. He is. He's after picking up a lot of ball there and some nice passes in there. And uh, he has an opportunity now to, to Sean Ryan to get an opportunity to put the ball over the bar there. Yeah, Sean, a chance to bring the game back to a one-point game. He really should have put the ball over the bar earlier, just waiting around to see who might run onto the ball. He was in a better position himself, but look, uh, that's just the way things go. It's a first-round game, and teams are just getting the feel of how they hold. You can play all the challenge matches you like, but the real deal starts here now. Sean Ryan getting ready to take this about uh, 50 metres, sends that ball in, and does he make any mistake? He doesn't. He puts it straight over the bar. Good score for Sean Ryan. It brings it back to a one-point game. It's James Stevens, one goal and four points. It's uh, Greg Belly Callan, uh, six points. Anybody's game uh, so far. It is at the close game, Paddy, that you were predicting. Yeah, it's, it's fairly tight there, and uh, both forwards are, sets of forwards are trying to get on top there, and some nice uh, passing there by both teams. So... Okay, okay, lads, we're going to head off and uh, we're going to head up to Bally Ragged at St. Martin's and Connie Shamrock's Connor Brennan. Hi, you, Pat. Yeah, we're, we're about just over the quart- uh, quarter of an hour mark now. Uh, Muckley leading three points to one, low scoring game, and Muckley really should be probably further ahead. Um, they seem to, most of the hurling at the moment, um, have missed a couple of chances, and, but Connie are just hanging in there now. Connie have suffered the loss of a man they're down to 14 men due to one man getting sent off for a second early card so that means they'll be forced to play the rest of the match match with 14 men so it'll make things a little bit tougher on them and McAlee are already playing with a sweeper here at the game at the moment Brian Cody their centre back is is playing as a loose sweeper and cleaning up a lot of ball there around the McAlee backs so it's making stuff harder for Connie but they're only two points behind Buckley probably feel they could be further ahead but we are, they are where they are and now Connie are after winning the free a very scoreable free on Cal foul that he was coming through from centre back so that could narrow it down to the single score now uh, once um, likely Dara Dooley is going to take it for Connie he's the one that scored Connie's previous point again for a free so as we're entering what is it 17-18 minutes gone in this first half pass 
it's St. Martin's leading at the moment three points to Connie Shamrock's one point but I expect by the time I finish talking here this could be three points to two if you want to stay with me and Dara is about to take it he's about 35 40 yards he's from the ball okay. and that's over the bar yeah so we're just at the 22nd minute as I just looked at it here so it's it's St. Martin's leading by the minimum it's St. Martin's three points Connie Sharmuck's two points. Okay, low scoring affair there. Sweepers on top and back up to uh, Dane's Ford. Yeah, welcome back, Pat. It's uh, six points for uh, Valley, for Valley Callan. Boot five, just after you left us, a long delivery into the uh, full back line. Liam Rafter put up his. Uh, big hand I see a big hand he has a big tall man got the ball and he turned and put it into the top uh, left hand corner a really really good goal so Ballycallan are behind now by 2-5 uh, to 6 points it's a 5 point game uh, Ross Whelan just popped over a point a moment ago uh, to uh, to make it 2-5 uh, 2-6 uh, points Paddy uh, Ballycallan uh, just not quite uh, clicking the way they no, were earlier no they're not uh, and in fairness uh, the James Stevens half back line is uh, kind of dominating there at the moment and they're putting in ball into the to the James Stephen forward lovely catch by Liam Rafter there broke the tackle top of the corner of the net and give the keeper no chance yeah there's a line ball up on the far side of the field here but it's gone over the line and it's going to be a James Stephen's ball as I said a good crowd here in uh, Densford this ok evening. while Along they're taking the that line ball uh, we'll head to Bennis Bridge and uh, who are taking on Aaron's own Shane Coogan now with Bridge earlier scoring their pass at 10 points 10 points to 5 at the moment to the bridge the bridge are just a bit more livelier team they're getting their scores a lot easier from play they're making space Comer making a lot of mistakes from, from simple ball trying to trying to do, do this short puck out and it's not working like so and up the other end they're finding it hard hard to get scores it's three points from Jack Boogie from Freeze and two from play Michael Brennan got a good point there that young lad got a good point from play so look um, as it is the bridge looked livelier as I said to you and they're a bit more upward than the Comer men are it's picking off a few long range points yeah they're just getting just getting in a lot easier Pat and getting into a lot better scoring positions and they're, they're taking now they have two or three wides as well so there could be a bit more but look they're, and they're, there's a wide spread of there's a wide spread of scores so they're all they're all popping up with a few right Okay, thanks, Shane. So, ten points to five. There, it's uh, Bennis Bridge leading uh, Aaron Zone of Castle Comer. We're heading down to Pilltown. John Locks against Wine Gap. Uh, Barry Henriquez. Twenty-three minutes are gone. Last time you were with us, one four to two points, and then just uh, about uh, two minutes after you left me, Wine Gap got a great goal scored by jo- uh, Jack Doyle. A good pass, a tremendous pass by Billy Power. Callan are not able to break down the Wine Gap full back line. And uh, our northern half back line for that matter. But uh, Ryan Bergen pulled back a point for the locks after 60 minutes from a free shot. Bergen's doing all the scoring, really. Now watch and nullify the value of that with a point for Wine Gap in the 17 minutes. 18 minutes, Ryan Bergen with a free, and 20 minutes, Ryan Bergen with a point for play. He leads the, ha- the score at the moment tw- after 24 minutes of play. It's 2 5 to 6 points in favour of Wine Gap. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Barry. We head out to Dane's Ford. What's the score there? 
Yes, it's 2-6 to 7 points in favour of James Stevens. James Stevens have a free on the far side of the field. A little fortunate free, I thought. I thought that uh, the Ballycallenbacks did a legitimate job on holding up the, uh, the James Stevens attack. But no, Eddie Crowley says it's a free and Owen Gilfoyle has a chance to put them further ahead. It is a five-point game here in favour of uh, James Stevens. They have been uh, the better side over the last number of five, ten minutes or more as that ball. And it does look us over the bar and it's another point for uh, Owen Gilfoyle. It's two goals and seven points. Uh, to seven points it's a six point game now Bally Callan will have to step it up at this stage Paddy yeah they'll have to try and get back into there in fairness uh, the, uh, James Stevens are dominating there at the moment and every ball that seems to go down at the moment seems to uh, reap a, a score over that at the moment so look they're well ahead there two seven to, to to seven points and uh, Owen Gilfoyle with a, a, an accurate free taken there yeah clearance from Bally Callan an, un, uh, an uncontested ball there out to the corner back or the, uh, with the ball and it was uh, sent over the sideline on the far side of the field a careless waste of ball this is going to be taken uh, by Niall Brazel over uh, near one of the dugouts on the far side of the field getting a little dull here in uh, in Dainsport it must be said but nevertheless it's uh, still a lovely evening a chance here for Bally Callan now from uh, Tom Dunphy uh, to send the ball a long ball a long ball and it goes over the bar now that should inspire his colleagues uh, Paddy a great yeah. ball a point there from about uh, 70 metres yeah, well gathered and uh, steadied himself and uh, put it well over there so uh, just got over the bar that's a, a needly boost from there coming up to half time yeah they needed those we're gone 25 minutes here in Dainsport it's uh, James Stevens 2-7 it's uh, Greg Bally Callan 8 points the ball is getting ready to be pucked out by Gavin Costigan in my right he sends it over uh, to this side of the field up they go for Tom Dunphy uh, got that ball but John Oakland and Connor Flynn is all alone in the centre he doesn't get that he has the ball but he loses it but it's sent out fast uh, to uh, Tommy Ronan Tommy Ronan roving now around the middle of the field into the corner here to Ryan Cocker and off his hand here Colin Prenderville will get the ball he's a big man now was on the extended kick Kenny Pallon the ball is back here uh, to Ryan Cocker Ryan Cocker to Tommy Ronan Tommy Ronan does a dummy he needs to get the ball in fast but uh, he's been well hustled but he gets a tap on the uh, yeah. A tap on the elbow, the elbow I think there, maybe yeah. that's what it's yeah. for Paddy that's was it it was indeed yeah just a slight little sneak there and, uh, <laughs> ok lads we're going to head down south uh, to Sleeveroo it's uh, the game between Tolliher Ross Birkin and uh, Kilmacow Richie Power yes I have a right good night in the game and just, at the, just before uh, you came on to there uh, Danny Glenn we got a great goal for Tolliher for uh, Tolliher 198 points ahead Tolliher Tolliher getting uh, weak quality ball the forwards off their half back line, real diagonal ball, and starting the McLeod pull back line, uh, a lot of problems. Danny Glennon is very, very dangerous. He's threatening every time the ball goes in. Good lively game, Pat. and uh, as we speak now, it's all our one time. We just got another point here by World Cup and McLeod eight times. Okay. All right, Richie, we'll check, we'll check in at half time. Okay, That's Richie Power down there in Sleeve Rue and uh, Tullher taking control one nine to eight points back uh, to Dane's Fort where Greg Bally Callan have the edge. Or sorry, James Stevens. <laughs> Yeah, they're 2-7 to 8 points leading here. Sean Ryan will be disappointed with a free that he missed there from about 50 metres. A very scoreable free. Maybe a slight wind here out in Dainsport. And we say hello to Dan, who's listening to us out there in Lanzarote. Hope the uh, hope you're doing well, Dan, and the weather is good. It's a lovely evening here uh, in uh, Ballycallan, must be, or in uh, Dainsport. Now, we don't have sun like you have out in Lanzarote, but we're OK. It's good as Colin Prenderville gets on that ball, switches across. Now, to uh, Ballycallan have a chance here now uh, with uh, Sean Ryan. Or Doris Aaron Brennan, he's uh, he lose they lose the ball, but Played the referee advantage. was given advantage, had a hand in the air, but a lovely uh, 
Jarking run there, yeah. but uh, nearly worked out, Paddy. Nearly worked out would be they got through, uh, probably would have narrowed the gap a little bit. But uh, like you said, Sean Ryan missing the free there, he needs as many points as he can to chip into this lead at the moment. Well, Sean is now getting ready to atone for that loss. It's uh, just on the edge of the D over on the left hand side of the field. This should be a simple tap over ball to reduce the margin to a four point game, and that's exactly what he does. It's uh, two goals and seven points to James Stevens, and it's nine points at uh, Greg Valley Callan. Anybody's game at this stage, but uh, the village have probably edged the first half. No no doubt about that they're, uh, they've played some very good hurling uh, throughout the game maybe flagged a little bit of time we're now on 28 minutes here in Dansport as the ball is put down the field who's going to win this ball the ball is uh, sent in in around the goal area a bit of danger here now they need to get it out fast Tom Dunphy a one-handed strike on that ball there wasn't a lot of conviction about that I think Bally Callan had an opportunity to clear but they messed it up it's with Liam Rafter big strong man on the ball here he sends it across brilliant pass to Keane Kenny this should be a point for Keane Kenny oh it's brilliantly blocked down and Bally Callan win the ball back a little bit casual from Keane the ball comes out here to Jeff Nary Jeff Nary the young man from uh, St. Kieran's this year and it's Billy Ryan is going to take on the tackle the frontal challenge he's going to be fouled here Niall Brazzle fouls him but I think Niall Brazzle made sure thou shalt not pass Paddy I think was the motto there it from was, Niall Brazzle but Billy indeed. Ryan had a bit of momentum there he had and yeah, he thundered into it there and in fairness uh, Keane Kenny he should have maybe uh, popped the ball over the bar there probably to take the, too much over there well blocked down yeah brilliant block now they had an opportunity there to uh, does it free here now for uh, Greg Valley Callan, uh, can Sean Ryan bring this to uh, a one-score game? But that score would be a goal out between just outside the 45-meter line, maybe about 47 or 8, uh, 48, maybe 50 meters out. Chance for Billy Ryan here now. It's to the right of the post. He sent one wide from nearly the same spot. This time he won't make any mistake. No, he doesn't. It goes straight over the middle of the post, and he puts that ball over the bar to make it. James Stevens two goals and seven points. Greg Valley Callan ten points. We're now gone very close to half time here. We're almost on the 30-minute mark. Just the score line. On uh, Moonkine leading the Fenians 14 points to 6. Okay, that game looks to be uh, going, and going in one direction as James Stevens move out with the ball. Nice bit of hand passing out the field now. It is with uh, Niall Brazel. Niall Brazel trying to get away. He's fouled. No, he's not, says uh, referee Eddie Crowley. I thought he was, but it is broken for James Stevens. And there's a chance for him to get in there, racing through with the ball. Is there uh, number 12? That's Ross Whelan. Ross Whelan sends the ball out to first side of the field to Niall Delaney. In fast, it comes into, uh, into James Stevens. A lovely bit of play, lovely bit of uh, interplay among the players there. Connor Flynn did make a big effort to, uh, to uh, block, I think it was Keane Kenny, but Keane Penny got on the ball and uh, he uh, sends it straight over the bar referee says that puck out came uh, much too quickly maybe that James Stevens should have been let, uh, let go in with that but uh, Keane Kenny did put that ball over the bar really really good passing there Paddy from James Stevens yeah some nice passing there even though uh, the James Stevens were under uh, forwards were under pressure got out the pass to Keane Kenny popped it over lovely score there at the moment yeah, the referee sending the ball back to, uh, for the puck out to be taken. We're now uh, into injury time here in the first half. And just as I say that, half referee half. Eddie Crowley does call injury time. Paddy, how do you see that first half going? How would you summarise it? Well, uh, looking at James Stevens there, they dominated for long periods there. But uh, in fairness to Bally Callan, they're hanging in there at the moment. I know there's only four points between them, but they'll probably have to up it a little bit in the second half. But James Stevens can be quite happy going in with four-point lead at the moment. So that's it, Pat. It's 2-8 to 10 points. We'll go back to you because I know you want to go around the county and pick up the halftime scores from the other venues back to you ok so uh, to eight, 10 points it's uh, James Stevens in the lead now Bennett's Bridge in Aaron zone Shane Coogan is watching that one Shane how's it going there yeah it's just after coming half time here Pat on being after blowing it up um, the bridge are leading 11 points to 7 um, as I said to you before the bridge are look to be the more livelier team they're getting they're getting scores easier and all that and have a widespread of scores um, good performance of a few lads 
Bill Hughes, Kevin Blanchfield are very good in the middle of the field. Two big physical lads. They're throwing themselves around, but they're getting scores. Um, Nicky Clear is his usual man from Phil Freeze and from Clay. Uh, Comer depending on Jack Boogie to get his, his freeze. Um, and Yorks, they got one great score from Conor McMahon, the wing back. He ran up the field, put the ball over on his bad side, on his, on his left side, under pressure. But look, as I said, half time, um, 11 points to 8, I mean, Saint here. Sorry, Pat. 11 points to 8. 11 points to 8, then. It's, uh, so, um, I suppose you'd say Castle Comer improving uh, as the, the yeah, first half went on. Since I was talking then, before this, Comer, after coming into it a bit better, after getting a few scores and winning a few frees and getting a bit more possession. So, look, it'll be, it'll be an interesting second half. All right, thanks, Shane. Now uh, we're heading towards uh, Bally Raggett at St. Martin's against Conaghy Shamrocks. Uh, Connor Brennan, you're experiencing the low-scoring game. We are, Pat. It's, it's, it's 1-4 to Conaghy Shamrocks, four points to St. Martin's. And, and, and even at that, we, were, we only got the goal with literally the last puck at the half um, through uh, Bill Murphy, the corner forward for Conaghy Shamrocks, who... who, who uh, who who made uh, St. Martin's defence pay for a little bit of a mix-up in their defence, uh, a slip of the ball as the ball was passed around their full back lane and Bill was able to pick it up and had batted past the goalie, Oshin Kelly, in the St. Martin's goal for a, a great tonic for Connie, who really, for the first opening quarter, working in it at all, had managed to, as I mentioned earlier in my previous uh, call into you there, Pat, had managed to uh, go down to 14 men in that period uh, through a player getting a second yellow card and it looked, didn't look great for them, but uh, they fought back fairly, fairly, very well there in the second quarter. Um, they scored, as I said, 1-4 uh, to St. Martin's one point in that time. And uh, St. Martin's, after starting very well, have, have fallen back and uh, their attack doesn't seem to be getting on the ball as, as, as handily as they did before. And uh, the Connie defence seems to have tightened up considerably. And uh, Muckley have been forced into hitting a couple of wayward shots and uh, some short our short uh, efforts into Carol Downey and the Connie Shamrock's goal which uh, which have gone a begging um, the points uh, for Connie have been scored three from Dara Dooley freeze uh, all good freeze and one from, from Tom Phelan a good point from out of the wing um, showing his, his inter-county class there as he works his way all along the wing and put it over the bar so at the moment it's Connie here in the ascendancy it's low scoring as you said anything could happen in the second half given the way things have gone in the first half anyway Pat is fair to say but Connie leading at the moment will be the happier of the two teams. They're leading one four to St. Martin's four points. Okay, thanks, Connor. So uh, it's uh, a lead there for uh, Connie Shamrocks one four to four points. Now, Wine Gap and John Locks, Barry Henriquez. Yeah, the last time you were talking to me, Pat Tracy, there was two clear, there was uh, two clear goals between the sides uh, at uh, two five to five points. But I tell you something, this game has taken a, a magical turnaround of your John Locks supporter. It was two five to five, as I said, when you were with me. And then just uh, just as we turned over, a ball breaking out the middle of the field. Young Tomas Roach playing a corner forward, but he's moving out the field to great advantage, uh, adding an awful lot of 
uh, power and, and determination to the uh, John Locke's attack. He's one of the few forwards that really is doing a great job for them. He came out the field, he collected a ball about 45, 50 yards out. Like if he's a John Locke player, he must, he must have got about a, a mile and a half out, be that as it may. He lobbed in a big high ball. The rain was coming down a little. The ball was wet and the, the goalkeeper went up, goalkeeper came for the ball and he went off his, uh, went off his hand into the back of the net. A goal between the sides, 2-5 to 1-5. Uh, Brian Bergen, he uh, missed a few freezes, had five wides from free so far, but then he made up for that uh, about three minutes later when he got a point from a long distance at a 2-5 two five, two, two five to 1-6. And just before half-time, Bergen again with a long-range free in the 31st minute. There's only one point between them here in Piltown, Pat. This is the place to be if you want a bit of excitement. It's 2-5 to 1-7 in favour of Wine Gap, and it's anybody's play. Uh, five minutes after it started, I thought Wine Gap would absolutely marmalise John Locks, but they're after putting in a fantastic effort in the last 10 minutes. And there's only a point between them, Pat, and God knows in heaven. You wouldn't know what might happen the second half. It's a game of two halves. The first half, when you'd say Wine Gap won it, maybe the second half. What, the loss might win it, but it's 2 5 to 1 7, one point between them here in Piltdown. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Barry. So we're heading off now to Sleeve Rue and it's Kilmacow against Tolliher Ross Burke and Richie Power. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors, and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. OK, and Intermediate Hurling, it's Moonkine against the Fenians. Tom O'Hanlon, half-time. How's it going? Yeah, 14 points to 7. The second half has just started and with the immediate burst from Adam Croke, who's was bearing in on goal and brought down on 21-yard line. Powell standing over the free at the moment. A yellow card for uh, number four on the Fiends team. I don't have his name at the moment. Um, great start from Mokaino. Six points to one after about ten minutes. Uh, but within six minutes, it was back to six points to three. Um, trend continued then. Eight points to four. Ten points to five. And ended 14 points to seven. Kevin Crowley has got five or six points from Mokaino. Hurting very well in spite of the injury. And... Um, He's under a high ball here, winged it again, working very hard. But um, I'll talk to you later on, sir. Thanks, Tom. So it's uh, really going uh, double scores there uh, all the way, Moonkind against the Fenians. 14 points to 7, uh, 15 7 now. And uh, you have a cracking game down there in Sleeve Rue, Richie Power. Yeah, Pat, we have a right, a rip roaring game. It might have taken five minutes to get the first score, but from there on, it's just score for score. And at half time, it's Tullaher 210, uh, to Macau 11 points. And, uh, you know, some great scores. I said it earlier, Tullaher getting brilliant ball into the full forward line. And, and that's where the real damage came in the, in the last five minutes of the, of the first half. And Danny Glennon, he nailed the goal on, on the 26th minute. And, uh, three, four minutes later, um, Keane Donohoe came in off the far sideline he split the Kilmacow defence and he went right to the 21 yard line 
and threw a ball across to, to Danny Glennon and he battled into the net. And they they were two big, big scores in 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 in, in the first half. Like I said, five of five of their points have come from freeze from the stick of Keane Donahoe. But Danny Glennon have got two two. David Welsh have got two uh, two points on play. So you know their forwards are, are contributing big time from uh, from play. But they are getting very, very good ball in, and it's causing the Kilmacow full back line a lot of problems. Whereas in the Kilmacow side, of it, Johnny Hayes has, has been really, really very, very good for him at centre forward. He was picked a corner forward, but uh, he's played all his hurling at number out, out in the centre forward position. And he has nine pints of the 11 for Kilmacow. Three of them have come from freeze. Uh, six of them have come from, uh, from uh, or three have come from play, and six have come from freeze. But you would, you would feel that. You know, can McHale have it all to do now? They're facing up the hill. They're probably facing into a nice little bit of a breeze. And you would say, you would feel at this stage that it's advantage to her. But if the second half is as good as the first half, we're in for a right good second half. All right, thanks, Richie. So our recap then: uh, eleven points to eight. Bennis Bridge leading Cal- leading Castle Comer at half time. Uh, Moonkind fourteen points to seven up at half time against the Fenians, and uh, Conaghy won four to four against uh, Saint Martin's. While Tullahore Ross Birkin two ten to eleven, and just a point between Wine Gap and John Locks. Wine Gap at two five. John Locks one seven. How's it going in uh, Dane's Fort? Yeah, welcome back, Pat. The game has resumed here, and James Stevens has just popped the ball over the bar there. Ross Whelan has got another point, and they're now gone 2 9 2, 10 points up on uh, Greg Bally Callan. Here it's uh, even getting a little bit dull, but thankfully no sign of the rain yet as they break away again. Ross Whelan as well, working hard there, gets the ball out to this over to his uh, centre half back, Niall Brazil. The ball goes in low, it should be okay. Oh, it was, it was. The, the, I think, did he pick that ball off the ground? Liam Rafter, he got away with it, but he sends the ball in, sent out by Tom Dunphy. Liam uh, Rafter is just going to get it again. Bally Callum are a little bit casual, but they're now coming out with the ball, and it's uh, Tom Dunphy gets the ball, he gets it up to Connor Finn. Connor Finn needs to move fast, sends the ball in a bit low, it goes into Jeff Nary. Jeff Nary switches over to this side of the field, it's uh, coming to Billy Billy O'Neill, the young CBS man, sends that ball in and he sends it over the bar. And that's not bad scoring for a, a wing back. Puts that ball over the bar, Billy O'Neill. That was a nicely worked point, Paddy. It was indeed a good pass there from uh, Tommy Ronan there over to Billy O'Neill from about 65 yards out. And a nice ball over. But a uh, good point from Ross Wheeler there. Great work by uh, Keane Kenny there. And uh, they take the, they scored the first score the first half there. It's 2-11. It's 2-9 to 11 points as the ball is over on the far side of the field. Bally Callum moving up to the ball. Will Jeff Neary get it? No, he's pushed to the back, but he gets away with it. It's now uh, sent in across over to this side of the field. James Stevens should have it here with their number seven. Jeremy Cody, strong man. He breaks out. He sends a, a short uh, pass to Luke Scanlon. He's mid, the midfielder. Luke Scanlon looks up. The captain of the team. He sends the ball in low. In well. It should be catched there by Owen Gilfoyle. Is he going to be kept out? A really good catch. Gilfoyle is working through, but robbed by Connor by uh, Connor Flynn. Big, strong man is Connor Flynn. Getting a little bit slippy here now. Maybe there's a little touch of a uh, few drops falling, but uh, players are beginning to slip now. The ball goes in around the goal area. It goes through Colin Prendeville. He should have made better effort that. It's now with Niall Brazil. He breaks down on the left-hand side of the field. He's going to be hooked. He, Billy Ryan is chasing him with the ball, but he's moving down the field again with Billy Ryan. Has he fouled him? No, says uh, Eddie Crowley. Eddie Crowley letting that game go, but it is with Keen Kenny. Keen Kenny is hands in the air, but he has a chance uh, of uh, getting the ball in. The ref is going to call it back. Maybe Keen Kenny knew what was happening. Yes, he got an injury there, yeah. but it was uh, an opportunity for James Stevens. Referee calls back to play. Gives a uh, free for an earlier tackle, and uh, Keen Kenny is down on the ground now, Paddy. Yeah, he's uh, taken an injury there, a uh, high up player, but in fairness, uh, lively start to the second half there. Great points there from Ross Whelan and Billy O'Neill for Buddy Callan. Uh, lively start. Uh, Buddy Callan would probably need to tag on a few more to just try and get back in this game, but they're, they're giving it their all there at the moment. Yes, a free there. Uh, Keen Kenny getting treatment. 
from the uh, medical side of the James Stevens uh, team. I think he's going to be okay. He's getting back up again, gets uh, lifted up by one. Jay just winded and the ground is still uh, pretty hard here. A chance for uh, Ongil File uh, to pop this one over the bar. It's uh, a little bit inside the 65 metre line from where the original free uh, took place. There's a chance for him. He's been very good on the freeze all along. Sends that one in. Up they look for it in the air and their umpire has no mistake. He goes straight forward and puts it over the bar. A point for Owen Gilfoyle. It's two goals and ten points to James Stevens. It's 11 points to uh, Greg Bally Callan. Still a tight enough game here, Paddy, but James Stevens have had a little bit of uh, edge nearly all the time. They do. They seem to be coming by the scores a little bit easier there, Nicky, at the moment. So, uh, well dispossessed there at the moment by Bally Callender. But uh, they're coming across the scores a little easier there at the moment. And uh, they're very lively to the second half. And they're, they're well worth their uh, three, four point, five point lead there at the moment. Yes, a line ball for uh, Greg Bally Callender up here on our left. We just can't see it uh, with that uh, big. Uh, floodlight stanchion in our way but not to worry the ball comes across here who's going to win it a bit of a tussle for the ball here now no clear winner they try to get it out of the rock here Billy Ryan is trying to make it we'll just have to let this develop James Stevens do have the ball and it's uh, sent down the field well caught there by James Stevens good move the ball has gone in low who's coming out for this now it's uh, Darregan Darregan but the ball breaks uh, to Owen Gilfile lovely bit of play by Gilfile deft touches there now and he's racing in he has pace now can he just spot one of his players inside right. uh, but uh, well dispossessed by Ballycallan Ballycallan trying to make uh, make out with the ball they've just lost it and uh, really they shouldn't have lost that ball it's back with Keane Kenny again he's trying to get through is he fouled no says Eddie Crowley he lets the ball in but it's a chance here now for Tyg the Wire Tyg the Wire is low and it's been a save by Kieran Hine Kieran Hine a double save again and the ball has got out of the goal area good brave save by Kieran Hine on the double there but really Ballycallan shouldn't have put themselves in that trouble at all as Tom Dunphy uh, gets the ball out and sends it down the field as uh, Kieran Hine looks as if he might be injured but it's not too bad but it was really brave of him it's now down with um, Killian Egan Killian Egan sends the ball down it's inside uh, with um, Sean Ryan Sean Ryan sends the ball across but good play by Niall Delaney he flicks the ball out to Luke Scannon Luke Scannon with the ball sends it long high down towards the goal area up they go for it in the air who's going to get this ball is it gone over the bar it's uh, Kieran Hine that's bravery on Kieran Hines' part not sure he should have done that oh, oh the oh, ball has gone wide let off there that was a bit of a gap. ok lads uh, we're going to head over to uh, the Bennett's Bridge Castlecomer game and Shane Coogan well pass um, six minutes six minutes gone second half here the bridge are really taking over uh, first minute of the second half straight from the puck they walked the ball into the full forward line um, ended up with Sean Marcy and he buried the ball in the net to to give it a bit of daylight so since then they're after scoring four more points uh, to Comer's no score now already in the second half so they look to be well in control here Comer sixes and sevens all over the place don't know what's going on they're losing ball they're dropping balls they're trying these short puck outs not working long puck outs but, but as I said the bridge, are, the bridge are taking over all over the field alright Shane so Bennis Bridge leading 113 to one. 8 points Yep. Thanks, Shane. And uh, just that goal there uh, in the second half, uh, putting real daylight between those two teams. So it's actually double scores at this stage. Any scores turning up for you, Conor Brennan? Only the one, Pat, since since the start of the second half. Things are going slow again, yeah. But it's, it's gone to St. Martins. It's Connie Sharmas 1-4, St. Martins 5 points. And uh, at the moment, there, there was um, a free in for Connie. Uh, a foul on Tom Phelan. We're just looking to see. I, I think the, the man in question who got it is after getting a yellow card. 
could consider himself fairly lucky because it was a fairly overly robust uh, tackle on Tom as he was coming through and and it's a fairly handy free as a result um, for Dara Dooley to increase the lead to a goal again Um, Buckley had scored a point from Brian Cody uh, probably without doubt probably their best player thus far for St Martins Um, another very good point for long range um, to narrow the gap to two but uh, the ball walked straight up the field there again. Tom Feeling broke onto it. Looked like he was after breaking through, but he was robustly taken down uh, just at near the 21-yard line. And uh, Dara Dooley now is standing over free, uh, which I imagine his score was with ease to make sure that Connie have a three-point game again. As I said, it's fairly low. As you said, Pat, it's a fairly low-scoring game. There's not too much uh, back and forth in terms of scores. The sweeper system definitely is, is probably causing that and the fact now that um, St Martin's have the player advantage is probably changing things around a little bit from a tactical point of view but uh, it's exciting nonetheless but it's uh, looking like St Martin or Connie have to still have the advantage as we progress into the second half Connie leading 1-5 to St Martin's 5 points. OK and it's 18 points to 10 for Moonkine against the Fenians back to Danes Fort. And as you come back to Dan's Fort, Sean Ryan has popped the ball over the bar there. It was a bit of an injury and held up there when Kieran Hine uh, got a bit of a knock there a moment ago when that uh, chance was saved. But inside now it is Liam Rafter, big man. Uh, Kieran Hine switches the ball out, but it comes out uh, straight to the James Stevens number 10. That's Keen Kenny. He sends the ball in from a very acute angle. A little bit uh, over-ambitious there, Paddy, over, wasn't he? Well, over-ambitious there, Nicky. Better off to pass it back out there and maybe pop it over from the, the 45-yard line there. But look... Uh, Paddy Cannon are after getting two scores there in the second half. Uh, they're trying to get back into the game at the moment. Uh, there was a free there from uh, Sean Ryan, who's uh, got the radar back in there. So look, it's a uh, 2-10 to uh, James Stevens, uh, 12 points to Greg Paddy Cannon. Okay, just to let uh, listeners know that most of us uh, be careful on the Freshford Road between entrances to Kilkenny, Kennels, and Aut, even hospitals. The road is just about passable to cars. And uh, please tell people to slow down on approach. Back to you, lads. Yeah, thanks for that, uh, Pat. Uh keep an eye on that it's very dangerous now there's a little between the teams here now right tussle here good hurling between uh, the two teams James Stevens trying to get hold of the ball and it's uh, with Keen Kenny is he fouled no says the re- no says the referee Kenny sends in that ball if this one is looking good it's looking good it's not it's gone wide again it's a late wide for James Stevens seven for Greg Valley Callan the play just Paddy has deteriorated a bit has it, it got is, a bit yeah, sloppy now it has gone very sloppy they're over anxious uh, both teams there trying to get uh, scores there and a uh, brilliant catch in the air there uh, by uh, the number seven that's uh, Killian Egan gonna pick that left half back by playing around centre half forward but he didn't make any great headway with that it's now a melee again who's going to win this ball here Eddie Crowley will be forced to throw it in because it's uh, uh, players were all standing over the ball but after some good play it's two goals and ten points to James Stevens that's 16 points it's uh, it's uh, 12, 12 points. points to Greg Ballycallan. It is a four-point game here uh, in Danesford. And again, as I said, a great crowd here and the conditions are staying uh, very good here for that sizable attendance. Not a lot between the teams as Ballycallan trying to break it out. Billy Ryan has a chance of a score now from distance. He sends it in, he sends great. it in, and yep. he sends it in over the bar. A good score by Billy Ryan. He's been playing solidly for the Greg Ballycallan men all through, and he narrows the margin. It's two goals and 10 points to 13 points. It's a one-score game, Paddy. It is, uh, and uh, it's Greg Ballycallan will come back into it. Like I said both teams very anxious there at the moment just a little bit of composure and the scores will come yes, OK sir. lads we're breaking away to the junior championship John Locks and Wine Gap Barry Henriquez yeah at half time at half time was dead level 2-5 to 1-7 and uh, then just after the start at half time John Locks took the lead with a point from Ryan Bergen Thomas Roach made his two point lead for the last after five minutes 
of the second half. And then Landy, Nyan Walsh, and Darryl O'Shea, and Jack Doyle added four points for wing up. So at this moment in time, there's 12 minutes of play gone, and 13 minutes, sorry, there's 13 minutes of play gone, and the score is uh, 2 9 for wing up. 2 9 for wing up. 2 Two ten for Wankup. Sorry, pass one nine for uh, for John Locke. So Wankup have uh, his a purple patch, but the locks are not gone. Let by any stretch of the imagination, they're fighting very hard indeed. Maybe their possession game is a little bit awry. This, the uh, the uh, rain is falling down here in Pinsdown and it's making conditions very, very slippy indeed. But Wankup are thundered into this game and here they go again. And this is Jim Power. He hits a great crossfield ball, poor ball indeed. It crops out of the hands of a John Locke defender. It comes out towards the middle of the field and it's Wankup again attacking. A ball hammered out the fast. Another point for Wankup. So at this moment in time, it's Wankup. Two goals and 11 points. John Locke's the challenge. One goal and nine and there's 13 minutes 57 seconds gone make it 14 minutes of play gone here in in uh, Pittsburgh and it's going up out in front at this stage back to you in the studio Pat ok thanks Barry and uh, we're heading to Sleeve Rue it's Kilmacow against Tolliher Richie Power yeah we're 12 minutes into the second half here Pat and uh, the rain is coming down and the, uh, the the game has uh, dipped a little bit. Like I said, we had a thrilling first half here, but at the moment, 12 minutes into the second half, it's uh, Tullahar 2-14, Kilmacow 13 points. Uh, Johnny Hayes got a point within a minute of the second half to, to reduce it for Kilmacow. But uh, then Jamie Ling uh, cancelled that out and, and Conor Hensey put one over the bar. And, and in the last two minutes, Marty, uh, Marty Murphy has got two good points from play to, to leave it 2-14 to... Kilmacow's 13 points. Johnny Hayes has the, the, the Kilmacow's uh, two points in the second half from Freeze. But at the moment, it's, it's Tullahar are, are in control. They're, they look very dangerous on the, on the full forward line. And just as we speak, um, Danny Gannon has put another ball over the bar. So it's 2.15 to 13 points, Pat. Roughly 12, 14 minutes gone in the second half. OK, uh, thanks for that, Richie. And uh, it's 117 to Bennisbridge, 110 to Aaron's own Castle Comer. Uh, what's the story out in Dane's Fort? Yes, Pat, welcome back. It's 211 to uh, James Stevens. It's 14 points to uh, Craig Ballycallan as the ball is uh, poked out again. It's another wide uh, for Ballycallan. Both teams now a bit inaccurate as Luke Scanlon has the ball on the far side of the field. He looks up to who will get it. He sends it into Keane Kenny, becoming a more dominant in the game. The referee says he was fouled. He was a bit of a high tackle there, it must be said. And uh, Keane Kenny becoming more influential in this yeah, game, Paddy. He's playing very well there, Pat. Uh, he's uh, instrumental in everything that's good in the forward line there at the moment for uh, James Stevens. Uh, he's all action there and uh, some good passing and he's after taking some good scores himself yeah and probably Bally Callan maybe overdoing the passing a little bit a some little of their bit, passing has yeah. gone a little bit awry and they've yeah. been caught a bit it's been a li- over elaborate at times maybe a more direct ball might be the answer to him to, to get back and they just can't seem to get that uh, one score back you know uh, I know that it's, it's a goal in there at the moment uh, sorry 17 one uh, goal in at the moment but they just don't seem to be able to tag on a point or two to make it a little bit tighter just the scoreline on Moonkine 19 points the Fenians 110 OK, Fenian's coming back a little bit into the game as Owen Gilfoyle send, takes that free from distance. The umpires put up their hands and it's over the bar from Owen Gilfoyle. Uh, good free taker, it means a lot, doesn't it, Deb? Yeah, the, you know, you need, uh, you need somebody steady on the freeze there because uh, it can contribute to a, an awful lot towards the score. OK, it's back to a four-point game here in Dane's Fort as the uh, Kieran Hine gets ready to puck that ball out. 
We're gone about 14 minutes, <clears throat> nearly halfway through the first half here. There'll be probably some stoppages, but let's not worry about that as Kieran Hines sends the ball. He looks for position, he sends it out to this part of the field, and the ball breaks off of James Stevens' hand. They're getting a little bit slippy now, and it goes off behind and uh, over the line. It's a, the, the little slippy ground you can notice is impacting yeah, Paddy, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's getting very slippy there now, and uh, who adapts to the conditions the better now at the moment. But uh, there's a slight bit of rain there, and it's uh, making the, the pitch very greasy at the moment. Yeah, it's a couple of umbrellas gone up on the far side of the field and on this side of the field as well. Now it's not too bad, but it does make the pitch a little slippy as Niall Brazil gets ready to take this, sends it straight across the middle. Sean Minogue misses the ball here, but it is a chance here uh, for Tiger Dwyer. It's our own Gil File. Own Gil File is through the ball. He should put this one over the bar. Not sure. I think it could be gone wide. wide he possibly could have had a free yeah, there Paddy should have been a free in fairness he was being pulled back his hurl was being held yeah, there and it should have been a free yeah the ball comes out to Billy Ryan Billy is going to go from distance now and send this one in this could be a great point if it goes over the bar and it does straight over the bar uh, from Billy Ryan that's a good response but he was left all alone straight from the uh, puck out yeah. just bit you can't leave someone like Billy Ryan free like no, that no, no. right lads uh, we're going to uh, head out to see how Connor here are getting on it's getting closer out there Connor Brennan his patch, yeah, point in it now at the moment. Uh, Connie Shamrock's within 1 7 to St. Martin 1 6, getting a bit more lively, getting a bit more open. Um, since since you were last speaking to us, uh, Mukhalia fought themselves back into contention with a, a goal. It was a scrappy goal, but sure, they all count. It was initially well worked uh, through through the hands. Brian Cody managed to sneak in, in through, and he played the ball across to Justin Manning. Justin Manning took a shot, and it was part, part, well saved initially by, by Carol Downey. But then it was scrambled, the break, I managed to get scrambled over, I think by Justin himself, who managed to get the break of the safe of Carroll and bundle it to the net uh, to bring uh, Muckley back into contention. Dara Dooley did respond for a point of three with, for Conaghy. Oh, sorry, Bill Murphy with a point from Clay for Conaghy. That's 1-1 one, one for Bill today. Uh, managed to push Conaghy two points further ahead. But Justin Manning responded. He's played very well for Muckley, uh, scoring another point there to close it to a point. So now it's 1-7 one, to 1-6. One, Buckley have a chance oh it's blasted just wide there so there's a chance worked through but probably rushed it had maybe a chance to get in his hand he doubled on the ball the St. Martin substitute Russell Keeley could have been a chance of a goal but it went narrowly wide so can he still lead it's uh, getting towards the um, 15th minute of the game we're right on bang on halfway to half it's uh, Connie Sherman's leading 1-6-7 uh, to St. Martin's 1-6 all right, thanks, Connor. And uh, we're heading down to uh, the game between um, Bennis Bridge and Aaron's Own. That's in Freshford. And Shane Coogan, are the bridge still in control? Bridge are still in control, Pat. It's uh, 119 to 110 at the moment, with about 18 minutes gone here. Um, as I said to you, the bridge are in control straight after half time. They scored 1 4 on, on the bounce. But then. The next next ball, long ball in to the full forward lane. Dan Cogan, the full forward for Comer, caught it and buried the ball to the net. So Comer, after coming back and getting a couple of scores, so it's, as I said, it's 119 to 110, nine points. And Venice Bridge have a free 21 yards in again now, so to make it 120 to 110. So look, as I said, with about 10 minutes to go or a little more past, it's looking like the bridge will, will, should be able to hold out. Comer putting a bit of more effort into it and a bit more better. They're after making a few substitutions and it's after working a bit and that. So, And the rain is starting to come down heavy here now anyway, so it's going to be a, a, a wet last 10 minutes. Right. All right. Thanks, Shane. And we head back to uh, Dane's Fort. James Stevens had their nose in front. Are they still there, uh, Nicky? 
Yes, but it's a bit tighter. Belly Cannon got a great goal, a crossfield ball. Not sure who hit it because of the poles on the way. Went over to Killian Egan. He got the ball and put it into the back of the net uh, to make it uh, 115 uh, to 2.13. But uh, Owen Gitfile, who's playing very well, he got the ball, put it over the bar. It's now um, 2.14 to 1.15. It's a two-point game here in uh, Danesford. And again, uh, James Stevens are on the attack again. Owen Gitfile, he's been playing very well. Again, slips in the tricky condition. The ball coming across here now. We'll just up to who's going to control it best it's going to come to out to Ross Wheel and Ross had a simple enough task to put that one over the bar he was all alone but you still have to do it and put it over the bar and a good point it's now two goals and 15 points to one goal and 15 points teams maybe get a little tired there was looseness yeah. there in slackness Paddy there, there is there's, a, there's looseness there and Nicky uh, there's getting tired conditions are after changing a lot and it's having an impact on the game but, uh, there's still only a, a one score game at the moment but a uh, good point there by Ross Whelan left all alone uh, poor hand and errors there by Valley Callan give him a chance to put that ball off the bar yeah well there may be some of those poor handing errors to be fair it's gone a little bit slippy now it's not really raining too bad here but just a little bit of rain is impacting the greasy ball and it's affecting the players a little bit their jab lift is maybe not working as well as Billy Ryan gets ready here bang in the middle of the field here between the 265 metre line to take the ball for Valley Callan it's a one score game 215 to James Stevens, uh, 115 uh, to um yeah, Greg Valley Callan. We're gone nearly 20 minutes in the game. A lovely ball goes in there. Up they go for it in the air. Who gets it? It's a, a chance there for Keel, Killian Egan again. He gets the ball, but it's a weak shot. It's in as far as the goalie, Gavin Costigan. Gavin Costigan sends it out here uh, to Sean Logue. Sean Logue has paced a burn on the far side of the field. He's getting after Jeff Neary. Jeff Neary goes into Ross Whelan. Ross Whelan has the ball, switches it back, but missed it. Cut out by Tom Dunphy. Good well, but unfortunately, Tom Dunphy's pass was poor. He came straight out uh, to the left corner back, Adam O'Connor. Adam O'Connor sends the ball in. Who's going to get this one? It uh, should be. Uh, a breaking ball who's going to get it can Billy Callan get it they're out in front of it anyway first it is with Billy Ryan playing well in the middle of the field Billy is going for a long shot into the left hand corner and there's a Billy Callan player all alone not a sinner near him here is Sean Ryan he's going to take a shot low sends it in hard and oh, it's uh, gone over the bar but he was yeah. left all alone oh, Paddy what was going no, mar- no marking there Martin. oh there was no, no marking there but Sean Ryan put yeah. that ball over the bar if he had been in a little bit closer it could have been a goal Pat you want to go right, on uh, just Moonkine uh, and uh, the Fenians it's 20 points to Moonkind the Fenians 2-11 and there's uh, 7 or 8 minutes to go well did you ever see anything from the Fenians they just never never give up they stay going in the spirit right here having a whale of a match in the middle of the field he's been, he's been followed by James Stevens sub David Hennessy the ball goes in from Billy Ryan and it goes over the bar no it's not what it's wide it? on the far side of the field you had to put your house on that I one Paddy uh, yeah I thought that was over but just barely gone wide there drifted out as, a, as it was coming towards goal post there yeah well it's back to a two point game it's James Stevens 2-15 it's Greg Valley Callan 1-16 here in Danesford so Dan we hope you're okay listen to that match out there in Lanzarote it's anybody's game yet just take a sip of whatever you're drinking there and it'll, it'll cool you out as it uh, looks like uh, Dermot Cody might be in bother here looking like a hamstring problem the way he's pointing at his leg the medics are in to see what they have to do with him but it's uh, it's been an entertaining match uh, Bally Callan have hung in there Paddy the whole yeah, time they've been hanging in there and they're trying to get uh, even if they got level now it might uh, galvanise them there but in fairness to James Stevens very sleek in the forward line Keen Kenny Ross Whelan uh, Owen Gilfoyle there and uh, Luke Scanlon in the middle of the field are doing Trojan work for James Stevens. Yes, and Billy Ryan has gone in around the full forward line maybe to catch his breath, but Jim Cody 
He looks as if he's in bother. He's hobbling, but will he stay on? He's a man of steel, is Dermot Cody. He will not want to go off at all because that's the in the Cody DNA to keep at it. As the ball comes out to field, James Stevens moving it down again. Who's getting this ball? It's with their right cornerback, Shane Dunhu. <coughs> a long clearance down the field. James Stevens get the ball. They fail to hold it. It comes out uh, to Bob Murphy. Bob Murphy sends the ball in again. Uh, that goes to uh, Tommy Ronan. A little, yes, he got away with it. Sean yes. Ryan in a bit of bother. He needs to get rid of the ball now and not do too much running with it. He sends the ball up to this side of the field. It should be a James Stevens ball coming out for his Luke Murphy. Luke Murphy lets the ball break through, but it's still he goes back after it again. Sends it back to Gavin Costigan. Gavin Costigan switches the ball over now. It's also come down to the middle. Who's coming for the ball? It should be. It is. Uh, it's with the Luke Scanlon. Did he lose? Does he lose the ball? He just might. He does very well to recover it again. There's a tackle in the middle of the field. Foul says Eddie Crowley. Maybe a tad harsh there and. Uh, the yeah. Bally Cannon is not too happy yeah. about that but yeah. in terms of what he was letting off Paddy maybe a tad diff a harsh Tad harsh just stood his ground and he kind of went into okay, there ok Pat Tracy wants to go elsewhere alright we do and we'll go to Conaghy and St Martins Conor Brennan yeah draw match here Pat getting exciting there as we head into the final 10 minutes and uh, looking like St Martins have just taken the lead there Sean Hunt their corner forward has just put the ball over the bar to give St Martins a one point lead uh, they seem to be getting the better of it the last couple of minutes alright Connie haven't put haven't put trouble to the board uh, much you know in the second half they've scored four points but haven't trouble to the board too much in the last couple of minutes whereas uh, Muckalee seem to be getting more on top particularly around the middle third their half back line is getting on top particularly and their middle of the field seems to be getting through fairly handily and running on the ball just as I said it another over the lot and a foul for St. Martins again and a free for them that I'm sure um, Shane Kinsler, who's fairly accurate from the place balls, will be able to put over the bar and that'll give St. Martins a two-point lead. And I think the, the extra man may be well telling now at this stage that, that St. Martins are enjoying. Can he are probably find it hard to deal with the overlap running that Muckley are trying to do around the middle third. And uh, it's it's working to their advantage, that is St. Martins, working to their advantage that they're able to get moving the ball through the hands a bit better around the middle third and, and making better attacks. So with, I think, just let me check, it's uh, with um, with uh, uh, 20, with 22 minutes gone, hitting in 23 minutes gone past. We're looking at Shane Kingsla putting that one over the bar. So now it's a two-point lead for St. Martin's. 23 minutes gone. So St. Martin's won 10. Connie Shamrock's won eight. All right, thanks, Connor. Back to Dan's Fort. Yes, and it is uh, Greg Belly Callan on the attack here again. It's 2-16 uh, to one sixteen. It's a one-score game. The ball is switched over to the far side of the field. It's over on uh, with Jeff Nary, but he is dispossessed uh, far too easily and uh, pushed aside as James Stevens break out with the ball here. And it's with uh, number four. That's Adam O'Connor. Sends the ball out. It breaks to Luke Scannon. Luke Scannon looks up, pops it into the corner here inside to Tide the Wire. Tide the Wire uh, just needs to, be con- to look at the conditions. He's trying to take a shot. Switches to his right-hand side, his preferred side. Send the ball across. This would be a terrific point if it's over the bar and it looks like it is a brilliant point for Tyg the Wire I think that might be his uh, first score of the game but that was a that was a brilliant score Paddy absolutely excellent you know from a cue angle the whole lot he still had a lot to do uh, favoured his right side put it nicely over the bar and uh, it's given a, a further lead to James Stevens there at the moment uh, 217 to Greg Valley Callan 116 yes and they had a chance earlier to go a bit further on Gilfoyle popped over a good point then a bad puck out and it certainly uh, made the uh, it, it put straight out to uh, on Gilfoyle again and he hit the he hit the ball wide and there was a real chance that they probably should have pointed that one over the bar but they now are a period of dominance here as we head into the last five minutes of the game the 
umbrellas are up, which means we have to stand up and watch what's going on because we won't see with the umbrellas in front of us. But we'll uh, we we'll won't worry about that. Getting ready to pick out the ball on uh, the right hand side here is uh, Kieran Hine. Two goals and 17 points to James Stevens. One goal and 16 uh, to Greg Bally Callan on my right hand side. It's not raining too heavily, but nevertheless, it is going to impact the ground conditions as. Um, the two teams now are looking at uh, maybe introducing subs, although there might be some subs in. We haven't seen them as Kieran Hines sends that ball over to the far side of the field. Up they go for it in the air. It's broken down. Tom Dunphy gets the ball. Whitford the one comes back to him again. He still has the ball. He sends it out here uh, to um, that Ronan. goes to Tommy Ron and Tommy Ronan sends the ball in low. Who will get this ball here? It's well controlled here. I think it's a number 23 might be on there, um, Jack Butler. But the ball is uh, gone over the line now. And it, Paddy, the wet conditions now are going to make the ball break left and right, right maybe. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's very slippy there now at the moment and uh, the players are slipping all over the place there but look uh, whoever adapts to it is the best will, will probably uh, finish out the game far better but uh, it's extremely slippy the rain is after getting a lot heavier there now at the moment Loudon O'Connor sends the ball down to Ross Whelan he sends it into Tiger Wire Tiger Wire back to Ross Whelan Ross Whelan looks around he's going to switch it over to this side of the field it's a chance here then for uh, Jade. James Stevens have the ball with their number uh, their number 22 20. that number 22 is number 20. Uh, number Sam 20. number 20 number 20 is it uh, Oshin Bateman the ball has gone wide anyway. It is number 20. That's Oshin Bateman. The ball is uh, gone wide. Not sure who's gone off. We won't worry about that yet. As Kieran Hine gets ready to pop the ball out. We're into the uh, closing five minutes of the game here now in Danesford. It is Greg Valley Callan who trailed. 217 to 116. They're on the ball again. But the ball is broken up by Jamie Cody. He sends across to the far side of the field here uh, to Shane Dunhu. Shane Dunhu looks up and sends the ball long. Who's going up for Oshin Bateman comes up. He catches it really well. That was a good catch now. He's going to break two. There's a bit of space in the middle. He does. He picks out Tide the wire very well. Tied should have a handy point here yes he does he puts it over the bar but all the credit for that goes to Oshin Bateman yeah. very well caught very really well caught and uh, passed off a nice ball there to take to where steady himself and over the bar there okay right uh, we're going to uh, junior round up and uh, Richie Power how is it going down in Sleeve Roo yeah look at Tonor have uh, pulled away they're leading this with obviously seven minutes to go 319 15 points Colour have been very good now. They're really thrown out a warning here that they're going to have to mean business in this junior championship. You know, this spread is scores all the fouls. But the full foul line is a Danny Glenn, great to watch. He's been excellent uh, the whole way through. And Connor Henry, very good in the second half. He has won two from play. So, full foul line has done all the damage here in this game. It's pretty brutal. I have to say, I think it was probably. Five, six minutes to go past. Uh, so there are three, 15 points ahead. Okay, thanks, Richie. And uh, so they're 2.19 to 15 points. Barry Henriquez, John Locks, and Wine Gap. John Locks and Wine Gap here in Piltown O'Cohen, Nuggets O'Cohen. At half time, John Locks had uh, one goal and seven points on the scoreboard. They now have one goal and 11. Make up the match yourselves. Wine Gap have gone absolutely ape. Everything they touched here in Wine Gap. It has turned to gold. They're playing with fluent hurling, good interpassing, good skill, and good determination. They've got goals and points galore. The score at the moment is another goal for Wingap. It's now five goals and 20 points to 111 for John Locks of Callan. And surely that tells the story as the referee blows the full time whistle here in Pintown. The score tells the story. I don't have to make a mistake. And. Uh, I don't have to tell you the the, the story, uh, Pat. That's uh, a poor evening at the at the office for the Callan lads. They gave as good as they were, but Winegap were by far the better hurling team. They hurled with greater skill, greater determination, Pat. And uh, 
They go home winner. Pat, that's the story. Sad story indeed for John Locks of Channel. A great story indeed for Winegap. Back to you in the studio. Okay, thanks, Barry. Back to uh, Dane's Fort. And as we come to Dane's Fort, it's an opportunity for uh, Sean Ryan. He takes the free, but sends it in low, and it goes out for a 65. It is uh, two goals and 18 points to one goal and 16. We're now in uh, probably at a time at this stage, uh, says, that's what we're being told. 218 to 116. It's a five-point game, and James Stevens are in the stronger position. Paddy, they've been fairly dominant for the last 10 minutes. Ah, yeah, they've been very dominant there, Nicky. They have find the scores a lot easier to come by. Their forwards are very slick there at the moment, and they've taken their chances. Yes, and it's Sean Ryan with this one. This is not going to go low. It's going to go high this one will go oh it's wide that's just something they didn't want at this stage whatever chance they had that I make it I may not have all these right but that's 11 wides for uh, Greg Ballycallan James Stevens have uh, 10 the crowd are starting to drift away here now from Dane's fourth they obviously feel that this game is done and dusted and James Stevens will have picked up their first brace of points over on the far side of the field the ball is pucked out don't forget to stay on because Pat will have a summary of the remaining games as James Stevens are breaking through here now for another chance of another point and that's it it goes straight over the bar we'll find out in a moment who got that I think it is number it is number 13 Sean Minogue he started the scoring uh, for James Stevens. perhaps he will finish it up as well Pat you want to go somewhere okay we're heading off uh, to uh, the game between Ben Bridge and Aaron's own Shane Coogan yeah game here has ended Pat uh, with a win for the bridge 121 to 112 in the end uh, fairly comprehensive as I said they were never never in doubt they took really control straight after second half with a goal and four points. Comer replied with a goal and a couple of scores and tried. Had a few closing frees near the end and went for goals and things, looking for kind of a bit of better scoring and all that. But look, overall, the bridge, as I said to you, were a better team, well-balanced team. They had lads playing well all over the place and um, took their scores and took their opportunities. And they have their first points of the league. Okay, so good win there for Benesbridge. Thanks, yep. Shane, and safe home. Thanks, Pat. That's uh, Shane Coogan there. One twenty-one uh, to Bennett's Bridge. One twelve uh, to Aaron Zone. Connor Brennan. What's the story out in Ballyragget? Yeah, we're tipping towards injury time here. No, Pat. It's looking like uh, Muckalee's to lose or win it at the moment. The Saint Martin's lads. Uh, one thirteen to County Shamrocks. One eight. Um, Look, been full value for best in their second half performance. They've outscored Conaghy one nine to, to four points in that second the second half thus far. And uh, really just the last ten minutes in particular have been just all St. Martin's. It's it has been noticeable now. They have the with the extra man that they have been able to move the ball a little bit better. Conaghy have found it harder managing in terms of uh, dealing with the extra space that has been created as a result of the extra man and trying to cover the ground. It's just been too challenging, I think, for them really as the as the half has progressed. And St. Martin's have, have, have uh, duly made them pay for having the extra man. So, as we head into injury time, Pat, uh, it's looking like a St. Martin's victory here at the moment. We probably have one or two minutes of injury time to play at Sean Clear, the referee's discretion. Uh, as I talk here, Connie has put over another point from Bill Murphy. Bill has been, uh, I should say, one of Connie's better performance. That's a goal and three. Bill has scored out with our total of 1 9. Um, but it might be too little too late I'd say as we head into injury time but there's still four points in it so St. Martin's winning at the moment as we head towards injury time Pat St. Martin's 113 Connie Shamrock's 1-9 OK thanks Connor. back to Dane's Fort and as you come to us uh, Ross Whelan puts another point over the bar it's 220 to 117 it's a six point game now Niall Brazel from way back in his defence looks like he has also popped over a point uh, there's no way back now for Greg Ballycallan James Stevens are pulling away Paddy and uh, you know they're leading by seven 
Look, they're every, they're worth every bit of it. Worth every bit of it there, uh, Nicky and friends. And what will be pleasing as well is their defence. In fairness, their defence has been excellent as well in the second half, and they've nullified Bally Cannon tax there. Okay, well look, that's it. The referee uh, Eddie Crowley has called full time on that. Paddy has summarised it. It's two twenty one to one seventeen. No doubt about the uh, better team here today. James Stevens, uh, Brian Cody, and Neil and his fellow selectors will be delighted with how this game has gone. Uh, they did deserve to win it. Bally Callan put in a brave effort, but the better team has won, and that's just the way it is. So from Paddy Kelly and I in Dan's Sport, uh, it's back to Pat Tracy in the studio. And don't forget, we'll be live from Jenkinstown tomorrow evening or tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock for Liz Downey and Young Ireland. For that, back to you in the studio, Pat. Okay, thanks, lads. Uh, so uh, the win there for uh, James Stevens and uh, Bennett's Bridge. Well, they overcame Aaron's own Castle Comer 121 uh, to 112. Uh, just uh, checking up on the Moonkind Fenians match. And uh, Conaghy Shamrocks lost out to St. Martin's 113 to 19 played uh, most of the game with 14 men. Tulliher Ross Birkin proving too strong for Kilmacow in the second half. It was 319 to 15 points. And Wine Gap overwhelming John Locke's 520 to 111 in uh, the second half after just leading by a point in uh, at half time. So those are your score lines. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Okay, well, if you want to know the lot of a reporter, Tom O'Hanlon is uh, walking out to the car, getting wet and reporting on the match. How did it finish, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's okay, Pat, when when you win. (laughs) And with four or five minutes to go, just looking dodgy, we were 20 points and Fenians were 214. However, we regained a bit of composure and a good point from Stephen Crowley and two fabulous scores from Adam Croke. When, uh, when he was needed G- gave us uh, a three, co- three uh, point cushion Conor Tobin then had a free but time was up at that stage to 2.15 to 23 points so I don't know what to say about the game because it was so topsy-turvy we were comfortable at half time 14 points to 7 ahead 19 points to 10 after 10 minutes in the second half but scored another point in the next 15 minutes as against 2 goals and 5 points for seniors However, we take what we get. And I'm trying to draw my breath now. <laughs> Certainly, and, and and the nerves must have been jangling. They, they were, because I, I was trying to do commentary for Facebook there, and uh, <laughs> I wasn't able to say much. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a co-commenter today, Pat. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, anyway. me, I did me best. I left you alone. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose, yeah, fair play. Uh, unless you came over to the park, which you could have done, I suppose. I <laughs> could have, all right. But, yeah, uh, yeah. You, 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 listen, there's a huge difference between uh, a, a one-point win or a two-point win and a two-point uh, two loss, isn't there? In your Absolutely. opening game. We're, we're, you know, all joking aside, we're happy going home tonight. Uh, Johnstone will be the one team you'd be always knocking down. Right. Uh, hard opponents, and it's nice to get one over on Definitely, and definitely, and uh, the first game is always a one that uh, causes, you know, if you lose yeah. it, you're really under pressure going the next day. 
Absolutely, yeah. And the thing that worries me more than anything at this stage is the bloody injuries, you know. And yeah, of course. I think I've got two more tonight now. I'll be seeing this, I suppose, but we'll, we'll get on with it. I'm, I'm at the car now, so I'm going to leave you. All right. And you, uh, you have a lot of hurlers down there, Tom. We'll talk to you again. Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. Okay, thanks. That's uh, Tom O'Hanlon there. So uh, d- uh, if you want to, uh, a quick wrap-up then, a win for James Stevens over Greg Bally Callum was 219, 220 to 116. And Bennis Bridge, 121. Uh, Castle Comer, Aaron's own Castle Comer, 112. Uh, Moonkind, 23 points. The Fenians, 215. Uh, Conaghy, Shamrocks and St. Martin's. St. Martin's winning that, 113 to 19. Conaghy playing a lot of the game with 14 men and uh, that telling in the end as uh, St. Martin's finished the stronger. Tullaher Ross Birkin put in a big second half to beat uh, Kilmacow 319-15 and Winegap 520, John Locks 111 when at half time it was 25-17 for uh, Winegap. So those are your scorelines. And Paul Brophy is dead. Yes, yeah, true to us the whole night, and you're keeping an eye on soccer. What's happening? Yeah, and the the championship is is kick is kick is kicking off tonight. Sheffield uh, Wednesday, newly promoted, are taking on recently relegated South, Southampton. Of course, Southampton have a couple of Irish players uh, playing playing tonight, including Will Smallbone, whose mother is from. Uh, Carrick Shock direction, so she'll be cheering on Carrick Shock the weekend, and they're they're one nil up. Uh, Nathan Tello with the goal for 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 the Saints there, and in the in the Premier Division in the League of Ireland, there's there are quarterly kickoffs, and it's currently Bohemians one, Drogheda one, Radikowski with the opening goal for Bohemians, followed by Aaron McNally with the equaliser for for the away team Drogheda United, whose whose manager Kevin Doherty uh, turned down the events of the Cork City there during the week. Uh, Sligo are at home to St Pat's, and unfortunately Sligo are two 0 down with goals from Chris Forrester and Sam Curtis in the first division uh, Bray Wanders are at home to Athlone Athlone are winning 1-0 with a call from Francois Perrault and Cove Ramblers are at home to Wexford FC and Wexford are currently leading 2-1 uh, with goals from uh, Thomas Olua and um, and uh, Danny Furlong for, for, for Wexford in the game between Treaty United at Limerick and Longford is currently one all. Uh, Adam Lennon with the first goal for, for Treaty United followed by an equaliser there by Gary Armstrong and it's now 1-0 to Watford against Kerry FC Connor Parsons with the goal there and Galway United the runaway leaders are 1-0 up away to Finn Harris with a goal from Ryan Manning so that's all and uh, how, are Kerry, how have Kerry done this year uh, it's uh, been tough going has they it they've won one Pat and I think they've drawn they've won one drawn three lost the rest but look it's an, it's an all amateur setup down there Pat as well so you know it's going to be it's going to be a, a tough year as well the, the, probably the one saving grace for them Pat is there was talks of a, a what's called a third a third tier, a division below the first division, so they, where there could be uh, promotion and relegation, and that looks like um, it's going to be. It's been kicked into touch for a bit, so that gives them a chance to grow and develop. But you know, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a tough season, but for them. But look, I'm sure it, there'll be a lot of learnings for it, and it's it's good for the the game in Ireland that you're seeing a more uh, sp- spread of teams across across the country. Okay, thanks, Paul. And uh, Benjamin uh, up there in the Isle of Lewis is on, and he's uh, delighted with uh, the coverage tonight. And uh, he'll be tuned in again tomorrow when we'll do it all over again. So that's all uh, going to be happening here in Community Radio, Kilkenny City. <laughs>